Welcome to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, where we bring you to the tables while we talk about the outdoors. This week, we got episode 179. Uh, this week, we are Tom and I and our buddy Austin meeting our buddy Keith up state New York. We're going to be doing a little out-of-state turkey hunting, so just kind of give a breakdown, a little bit of our tactics, plans, goals, that kind of stuff. Um, even talk a little bit about foraging mushrooms in there, so... If you guys have any tips, we'd love to hear them, but I'm going to just quit rambling before I go way off kilter here, so let's just get tuned into this week's episode. I pull up my bow, and then I look dead at his antlers. I got out of the truck, and when I slammed the door, I heard gobbles all around me. Alaska, moose, spot and sock. That is the bucket list. I agree. What's up, everybody? Wow, that was kind of loud. I came in hot. It was very hot. I, I'm just excited. I just got a fresh shave and a haircut, and I'm feeling right. So uh, I'm excited. It's wild. It's, yeah. You feel fresh. You know, it's warm outside. Yeah, beautiful weather. It is wonderful weather we're having out there. It's been. It doesn't feel to like turkey nice. season. No, not sure. at all. It's, I'm used to a lot of rain. Yeah. The past couple of years, we've had snow. Yeah, and it hasn't rained in two weeks. It's wild. Yeah. This is not feeling like a spring. So, no. Yeah. Um, speaking of hot weather and stuff, so kind of what we're rolling into with this podcast is uh, a few of us, Tom, who's not in the studio. I guess, yeah, we didn't even mention that Tom's not here. Um, it's him. just, he missed last week. He's not here this week. No, he was um, here last week. No, he wasn't. It was me and you on your archery stuff. You're right. Wow, he yeah. missed two weeks in a row. What I know. A yeah, I know. And he's out of days. We mentioned that last week. Yeah. No. Uh, he's, he's, he's on borrowed time. Yeah, he's planning his wedding tonight. Um they had some meeting with the wedding planner and stuff, but Carl's a good girl, so we'll, we'll deal we'll, with it. We'll let it slide. Um, but what I was getting at is Tom and I are heading up to upstate New York um, on some public ground and uh, checking the weather. It's supposed to be in the 80s. That's miserable. It's very hot. I hate when it's <laughs> that hot. It's been like that because we used to go up every Memorial Day to upstate New York. Yeah. And... The days when it, even in the seventies, like it's just miserable. The bugs are out. The it's bugs hot. are ridiculous. It's yeah, just, it's a nightmare. So we're going. We're meeting Sharpie up there, um, which he's been on for some buck hunting stories. And I think the year he he tagged out. Well, he tags out with turkeys almost every year. But um, he said that like thermocells aren't even like enough. Yeah. He he recommended a head net. Mm-hmm. Like it's that bad. I guess the black gnats are just. I know that's how. Like up in Alaska, that's I throw your freaking thermosel out i mean it, yeah I, it helps a little bit but Probably it doesn't not. it's not near enough and yeah. i wear a bug net like yeah if you, i have one if you want one i might need it um yeah. but uh he i asked him you know kind of i was like hey is there anything like weird that i need to bring like you know i know what i need for turkey hunting yeah and his recommendation was a full bottle of windshield wiper fluid and new blades he said the bugs are so bad <laughs> that like three days of hunting 
like your wiper blades will be worn out and you will have used all of your windshield wiper fluid. He said, so fill up and bring a bottle of windshield wiper fluid. That's awesome. I was like, wow, that sounds like fun. And I'm going to go sit in that. Yeah. Um, the other crazy thing with this place too is because it's so much further east from us, mm-hmm. the sunrise starts so much. So I get to, you can shoot a half hour earlier there than where we're used to. That's nice. Um, so, and, and I never thought of this when it came to like deer hunting, when you can hunt all day, you know, what you gain in the morning, you lose at night. Yeah, but but when turkeys, you're turkey hunting, it's till noon. You're gaining. We're it. just it's all it's all gains. Yeah. So we've got seven hours to chase birds. That's sweet. I yeah. I never thought about that either. You're just getting. Yeah, more it didn't time it in didn't even woods. didn't hit me at all until like a few days ago. I was thinking I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, if you're done at noon, it doesn't matter where you are in the state. Like the further east you go, the better mm-hmm. more time you, get you more have. More time in the woods. Um, so yeah, that was pretty neat. But uh, we're staying in some. It, you gonna find a dodgy hotel? No, it's worse than that. Um, it, it's uh, I can call it a cabin, but it's not. Um, <laughs> Is it like our cabin? <laughs> smaller. It's no smaller. Shit. Yeah. It, smaller it, than twelve by sixteen. And yeah. You're putting how many people? Four. In? Yeah. So Austin, That's, last minute, I guess. Oh, Austin's coming. Yeah. So there's there's gonna be four of us in camp, um, and there's only a bed and then a set of bunk beds. There's no bathroom. There's no running water. There is electricity, and there's one space heater. Um, so like it. Well, it sounds like you're not going to need the heater. No, not at 80 degrees. The, it's going to be running. The door's going to be wide open. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then there's a bathhouse that you have to walk to for bathroom and showers. Is it like um, in a campground or something? It's or? It, they call it a campground. Yeah, but it's just six of these shacks. And then a bathhouse. Some guy had six sheds in his backyard. Yeah. So it's literally, there's like six sheds, three picnic tables and one campfire. And then a bathhouse that's got showers and that's uh, sweet. toilets in it. Um, Do other people, like, will there be other people in the other sheds? I think so, yeah. So you guys he, are going to party all night long? Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna bring <laughs> some yingling because I don't think they can get that up there. Oh, so man. You'll be the talk of the town. I know. Uh, it's going to be wild. It's America's oldest brewery right here in Pennsylvania. How about that? Yeah. Um, but there's also a bar at about 100 feet from our front step. So that's Boy, this place cool. sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, the beauty of like turkey hunting, and you can only hunt till noon, you can you go the pl- rest of the day. To- yeah, you can party it up, and then by 8 o'clock, you're shit-faced and ready for bed. And then yeah. you can sleep out. Sleep out. Well, even if you do stay up all night and then you get up early to turkey hunt or just stay up until turkey hunting. I've done that. We all have. <laughs> you're done hunting at noon. So you yeah. can take a three-hour nap. Oh, yeah. Get and, caught back up. And yeah. You're good to go. But, get up, have dinner. Yeah. So um, Keith's the only one that's actually been to this area. Um, mm-hmm. And he's killed a lot of birds up here. So it's going to be a learning curve for the rest of us. Um, but at least you have one person that's been in the area. They can kind of say, you know, I've hunted this area. I've hunted this area. This is what this looks like. Yeah. And he's been really cool about sending me like on X points. He's like, I've killed here. I've killed here. This is where I killed this bird. Like, Mm -hmm. so I've got a map of, you know, where he, and they're miles and miles apart. So he's hunted all over the place up here. Yeah. So it's not Um, like when we went to Maryland, how we all went in blind. Yeah. You have someone that can give you a, a little bit of a nudge in the right direction. Yeah. And then, 
you know, Austin, you know, and down in Kentucky goes down there one day, never been there before and kills yeah. a bird at eight thirty in the morning. So Yeah. Well and they went back the next week and didn't yeah, his dad did it again. Bird, so. so I'm like, all right, so Austin's ha- a good hunter, right? He's very good. I've said it a hundred times. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but Austin has been a great addition to Camp. Yeah. yeah. He's he's oh, great I've guy. I've learned a bunch from him too. I mean he's just he's very good with hunting. Mm-hmm. He's consistent. Yeah. Um you know, I, I just so originally it was Tom and Keith. Those were the only two people going because I didn't realize how far it was. And I thought they were doing hotels and just didn't really feel like spending a ton of money and everything. Um, then you heard shitty shed. Yeah. Out I'm in the middle of nowhere. All about it. Yeah. And then, so I didn't decide until like two or three days ago, I was going to go. And then I just heard from Tom that Austin was going to come up. Um, so we got four guys in a shack that sleeps three and it's 65 bucks a night to split four ways. So <laughs> it's 65 bucks a night for that? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess you're paying for the experience. Uh, I, I mean, if you so. break it down with four people, though, that's really, I mean, you're talking yeah, 15 nothing. bucks a night. But still, um, like, you can get a hotel room. It's a shit hotel room, but you can get a hotel room cheaper than that. <laughs> yeah, we found hotels for like 47.99. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, like, those have two beds. Yeah. So you got to end up with two. So you're looking at, you know, a hundred bucks or really, yeah. it's not terrible. Um, well, if you're being honest with yourself, that shed, the does... shed's smaller than a hotel room. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm bringing a cot, uh, just, to, but I don't, honestly with, I saw a picture of this place. I haven't seen inside, but from the front porch, um, <laughs> I don't know that there's room for a cot in there, like with the beds. So, so you're, you might be sleeping outside or on the floor. I might bring my hammock. That's and not just, a bad idea. With how it's nice gonna be it's going to be 80 degrees, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the well, bears are. Hammocks are, are nice. I love I those. Love when we hammock. went to Maryland, you and I slept in hammocks, and that was awesome. Yeah. Well, then we were like on that cliff edge, so it was just like swinging mm-hmm. out like just over this huge drop into the valley and mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited about doing this hunt. Yeah, um, so what's your game plan when you get up there? So we're leaving. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, um, I got to be Johnny on the spot and get this podcast out before I leave because I don't know what kind of service we're going to have up there. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you leave? You Friday night. Friday? Oh. Yeah. So we're going to, um, we're going to leave hopefully about five thirty, and that will put us, um, where we're going around nine thirty ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you plan on trying to get a hunt in for the last couple hours of that morning or you mean p.m p.m yes okay. yeah p.m so we're gonna get up there late friday night okay keith lives a lot closer to this place mm-hmm. so keith is gonna be up there earlier and he's gonna go put birds to bed okay. um so we're hoping that he can get you know so you're just gonna be freeloaders and come saturday in. morning is gonna be freeloading yeah big time <laughs> um so friday night we're gonna get up there kind of get camp set up hopefully go over a game plan have a few cold pops Maybe if you're good, yeah. Um, maybe just check out the bar situation, see if that's any any good worth going back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'll once we get back, we can talk more about location stuff. But you're gonna love the name of this bar. Uh, it, it's t- it's t-shirt worthy. I'll put it that way. Oh man. <laughs> um, so we'll reveal it to you guys after we get back. Um, but anyway, it, it's it's awesome. But uh, so hopefully, I got two tags. Tom's got two tags, Austin's got two tags, and Keith's got one. So hopefully fill some of those. Me, Tom, and Austin have all already killed birds this year. Mm-hmm. So the main objective is to get Tom a bird. You know, that's wait, you said Keith. 
Keith has already killed a bird. You said you, Tom, and Austin. I was like, wait, oh. Tom killed a oh, bird? No. Okay, no. So Tom is not killed. Spoiler alert. No. Uh, no. Tom is not killed. A bird. Yeah, Keith, me, and Austin have all killed birds this year. So Tom's number one on the list. Let's try and get him a bird. Um, Tom's fully capable to do it himself. But yeah. we're, what I'm getting at is put yeah, Tom in the best. See, yeah, to yeah, put Tom in the best spots where, like, you know, if we can only find one group of birds night one, Tom's the guy. Put Tom on them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Tom calls way better than I do. He just has way worse luck than me. Um, <laughs> that's, that's very true. In, in the turkey better. woods, yeah. when it comes to deer hunting, Tom schools me every time. Yeah, but um, turkey hunting, he just has Tom horrible is, luck. To hear Tom call turkeys is he's very, very good, very talented. But he just gets hosed a lot. I, I mean, gun jams, um, interceptions, log, like just everything that can go wrong when you're turkey hunting. Tom has had happen to, and I feel yeah. so bad sometimes because he's just so much more talented at calling than I am. Yeah, and and you just get birds I, yeah. falling in your lap. Well, and like, and <laughs> I, ninety percent of the time, I will shoot the first bird that walks in front of me. I don't care if it's a Jake. Tom doesn't mm. matter, and they just keep being long beards. <laughs> like I have shot the first bird that's walked in front of me most times. Mm-hmm. Um, now I did pass a, two Jakes two weekends ago. Um, that's saying something. It for was, you. and the only reason I did is because I had already gotten a bird this year, mm-hmm. and I made a deal with Tom and Austin that I wouldn't shoot a Jake unless it meant we could get a double. <laughs> so I had to put a little bit of a, yeah, you know, asterisks on it. I'm going to have to have a talk with Austin. I might shoot a Jake to get a double this weekend too. Yeah. Why not? I've got an extra tag. Yeah. Um, and just doubles are fun. And Austin's never done a double. He's never doubled up with somebody. So that's – even if they're Jakes, the, it's still awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a good so time. Cool. You're and having then, fun with your buddy. Yeah, and then, you know, get to cook fresh turkey yeah. breast, like hot on the it. open fire in front of the shack, you know. <laughs> so it's going to be a wild time. Um. But I guess my plan of attack, uh, being that we're going to be on public probably at least 75% of the time, we do have some access to private, but it, it's um, free permission that other people, it's basically public ground. Yeah. Um, there's no like family farms we can go to. It's, it's yeah. just all public or free permission that anybody can get on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little weary to do my typical style of the full strutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are dumb. And I really don't like having uh, yeah. a fake gobbler within shooting distance of my face. Um, <coughs> I personally know people that have shot decoys. Yes. Um, and I've heard many stories of other people that know people that have shot decoys or had their decoys shot. Mm-hmm. I ain't playing around with that. So I'm going to be running hens. If I get into an area where I, like, I'll have a, a gobbler decoy. Just in case. Um, but it's not going to be my like first line of attack mm-hmm. um i'm thinking i'm gonna be doing more um like just one hen maybe two uh, i thought about doing like a breeding hen setup um just kind of get her like uh just like on the ground like she's almost like mm-hmm. submitting and hopefully that's enough where like if a gobbler if i can only do that in an open area mm-hmm. but what that'll hopefully trigger is a gobbler sees a hen that looks like she's submitting and either gets him to come running in or he thinks, you know, there's another, there's gotta be a gobbler around here. I got to go check this out. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, you said Keith's hunted up there a lot. Has he seen a lot of hunting pressures or a lot of other people up there? So he said the first two weeks get hit pretty hard. Um, you're way beyond that. Yeah. And he's been up there on Memorial day weekend before. And I guess 
most people like so in this area we're at you can ride four wheelers and side by sides right down the road mm-hmm. and he said most of the time around memorial day weekend is people are just riding everywhere there's nobody people really hunting. vacationing yeah there's nobody hunting. hunting um but this year alone keith and his buddies and brother have killed four birds in this area um now granted there's over I know there's one track that's over 25,000 acres. Yeah. So we ha- there, there's putting a hurting on the birds. There's probably within a half hour radius, we probably have 50,000 acres to hunt. Yeah. Um, so it's not like, <clears throat> oh, he shot four birds. We're going to be hurting. You know, it's not yeah. like a hundred acre piece we're going to. Yeah. Um, so what I'm getting at there is the bird, den- bird density is very high. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of birds around. Um, but Keith said they kind of move in pockets. He said, you know, where you locate birds you know, one weekend, they might not be there next week. It's just about finding those pockets. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, calling from the road, just trying to get some to answer. It's sort of a run and gun. Type yeah. Of thing. Just, you know, walk, you know, easy walking roads, you know, hit the box call a few times, try and get some to answer and then jump in on it. Mm-hmm. But so I think that's going to be our plan of attack. Austin and I both like to use decoys a little bit. Um, so we'll, we'll have a whole mess of decoys, but what we, it, it, I honestly, I don't even know the terrain. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know if it's super hilly, if it's flat, I got to look into that. Um, because most of my out of state turkey hunts end up in nasty shit. Yeah. So that's going to play into how many decoys I feel like carrying throughout the day too. Yeah. You know, if I got to walk five miles, you know, through shit, it's like, Hmm. I think I'm just going to play the no decoy game. Yeah. But if it's like I can park and then go 200 yards in the woods, yeah, I might bring a few decoys and mm-hmm. get it set up. Um, I think I'm going to be a lot more reserved on my calling than normal being this late in the year. Um, I just, They're I, more pressured. Yeah, they've been pressured. You know, gobblers have already had their asses kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the um, – one of the tactics that's worked for me and Tom over the years is the uh, walking away calling. So yeah. you get a bird to answer – Move 40 yards back, call again, move 40 yards back, call again, and then run back 80 yards and get set up and mm-hmm. just shut up. So I think stuff like that to, you know, kind of act like, mm, don't really want you, not really interested, make it sound like you're taking off and then run back, get set up and mm-hmm. wait for him to come looking. Yeah. So I, I think this late in the year, they just don't seem to be as responsive to calling to me just because they've had so many hunters ripping on calls all day. Yeah. And it seems like every hunter I've ever encountered in the woods calls a shit ton. A lot. I, I mean, yeah. and I know that it works for some people. I, I've I've been there. I've had it work. But it works way more when I don't call as much. Yeah. Like, And calling more works better earlier in the season yes. when they're not so pressured or just in a spot where there's not as many hunters. Like if yeah. you go out west somewhere – there's not near as many turkey. Oh, my dad that... said you could call a bird in with the squeak of your car door closing out there. He said it's mm-hmm. stupid how easy birds come in. Yeah, when I was out in Nebraska whitetail hunting, I would see Miriams all over the place, and I want there to kill some Miriams e- so bad. Yeah, there, I, I saw so a pretty. lot of them. We should go out there sometime. It's, I would be in. Turkey hunting's all I can afford, right? So, like, that's another reason why we always do our out of states is turkeys because they're so damn cheap. Yeah, but like, I was deer hunting. And I heard some gobbling and I was just like making noise with my mouth. And I am horrific at calling turkeys just with my mouth. Yeah. I brought turkeys in. Like it does. I don't even sound like a turkey. 
and yeah. I brought turkeys in out there. It was easy as could be. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, we might have some out of state people that would disagree with us, but I've read many articles from some guys that have hunted all over the country that said that Pennsylvania, like these eastern birds, yeah, like north, northeastern birds, yeah, they're some of the hardest birds to hunt. Yeah, because um, there I, are so many hunters. Yeah, and, and so it just many it comes down to hunters. yeah, it's, it comes down to pressure, really. Yeah, um, same reason why it's so much harder to kill a bigger buck in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. If people didn't, if there wasn't so many people in the woods killing two and a half year olds, we would have better deer. Yeah, um, and I think it's the same thing with turkeys. Like if mm-hmm. if we didn't have so many people in the woods killing and calling and calling and stuff, that it would be a little bit easier. But yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen birds just get hung up at seventy yards and mm-hmm. chill out. Um. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping we don't run into anybody. The weather is going to be good. Um, I've never seen extreme heat affect birds. No. Um, extreme cold I have, but at the end of the day, the birds, they they want to breed in this time period. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you get an owl hoot or a crow call, like at least you can locate birds. Like that's, yeah. like that's what's tough about deer hunting is like that you can't just like locator call yeah. and find them. Like you can get a gobble to shot go- or a gobbler to shot gobble. And you even slam if, the door of your truck, you can get him to go. Yeah, and even if he's not going to play with you, you know where he's at, and then you can put a plan together, try and, yeah. you know, look at a map, figure out where you think he's going to go, and, you know, make a plan. Yeah. But it, it's just tough when you can't call to him, so. Yeah. Uh, it'll be fun. No doubt. But are you you doing any turkey hunting at all this weekend? No, I just have a very... Yeah. I, yeah. I might... I know you said you had some... Uh, um, plans for the weekend, but I might Sunday morning. Cause I got stuff going on Friday and Saturday. I'm going to show you where to set up, but Sunday morning I might head up to climber cause I don't have anything going on on Sunday until like noon. Mm. So it literally, perfect. there's a spot. I'm going to say, I'll talk to you after the podcast, but there's like two places. The birds keep roosting. Mm-hmm. If they're at the one spot, you'll be done at shooting light. Can't beat that. Yeah. So I have the exact tree marked that he is in. I'm like, if if they roost there, I've seen him. I've watched him fly out once. um, And based on hearing where they're at, I know that he's roosting over there. And I physically watched him come out of the tree one day. Mm -hmm. And from 70, 80 yards, I could see his beard. Like it is a nice, it's a nice Tom. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll have to do that on Sunday. Like they, uh, Frank's red hot, put that shit on everything. So we'll, we'll get it out there. <laughs> we'll do it. So I hope you, I hope that'd be wild. If, could you imagine if we had a weekend where the whole crew everybody killed, killed something? That'd be crazy. We've never done that. No, it's never been done. I don't know if any group of friends that hunt together all killed in the same weekend. Must be a small group of friends. Tom's not here. So I'm just going to say it for him. If you and your buddies have done that, leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments. So that, that would, I'm hoping like Keith opening weekend. I think Keith and his group, they killed like three birds or something. Like, it was like crazy. Mm-hmm. So hoping we get another weekend like that. I would love to. That'd be sweet. Even just one bird hanging in camp would be yeah, awesome. Anytime you, something. if you kill anything when you go out of town, that's, that's a great hunt for the whole group. Yeah. I'm going to look too. I wonder if there's morels up there. Um, I still have yet to find a morel. I don't spend a lot of time looking for them. I was gonna say you don't go. You no. take a walk in the woods and you're like I didn't find any mushrooms today. Same as my shed hunting. <laughs> I go. I'm like I never. I only find like one or two sheds. Here. I'm like, well, I only go shed hunting one or two times a year. So percentage uh, <laughs> wise, you're yeah. way up. Yeah. 
Um, but we found one down in Ohio uh, when we turkey hunted there. A shed or a morel? Morel. Um, and Chris found one mushroom. Yeah, he didn't look very hard for any more. It was <laughs> he found the one and was just pumped. And well, he he put it in his box call, and then he forgot about it for a day. And the covered the, in chalk. No, <laughs> the the wood. Um, of his box call absorbed all the moisture out of the morel and it shrunk like way down like it went from like i don't know like maybe Looked three like it was four dehydrated in- yeah it was like three four inches and then like a day later it was like just Tiny. puny little thing so we never even ate it that's so funny felt bad but i don't hmm. know I, it's just the idea of forging mushrooms is cool to me i have a very hard time believing that it's any better than a portobello like yeah. a mushroom's a mushroom, it's fungus. Yeah. You know, it's gonna have an earthy taste. I was like, I don't think I've had several different kinds of mushrooms. I don't know the difference. No. If you if I were to blindfold myself, I could not I could say that's a mushroom. Yeah. I do like fresh ones over like canned yes. ones. Yes. Like on a pizza. You know, we got a local pizza shop that slices up fresh yeah. portobellas and way better than canned mushrooms. Yes, I agree but with that. They could put portobellos they could put shiitakes they could whatever those are the only two i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> they could put morels yeah. yeah um yeah they all taste so, the same to me yeah but some people are way into i think the morels it's more of that i got it from the wild yeah um but like when I mean, we pick leeks every year mm-hmm. from the wild and they're great you know but i like leeks a lot yeah at leek soup grandma makes is <sighs> get out of town good stuff but that's about it, though. I'm mean, hoping next weekend it's a just a killing spree episode. We're gonna have like a three hour episode next. If week. If we have just... multiple birds on the table, it's gonna be a long episode. A lot of beer drinking. We'll have a full house here. Me, yeah. you, Tom, and Austin. Yeah, maybe get wild and call Keith in for a few minutes. That'd be wild. Would be fun. Um, but we'll wrap things up there. Uh, if you guys haven't killed a bird, there's still time. We're really pushing for you. If you guys get a bird, please send it to us. Um, we've already had a couple guys send them. We love posting, you know, people that listen. We like posting pictures of them uh, getting their success. So if you guys have gotten a bird already, send it our way. We'd love to share it for everybody. Um, but on that note, you know, if you're going to be killing birds, you know you're going to be getting outside. <laughs>